Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Blog Talk Radio. We ain't nothing but some cheese. We ain't nothing but some cheese. Cheese on the podcast. My, 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 Johnny Gill. Welcome to Outsiders Boxing Podcast Midweek. Happy Wednesday, everybody, June 27th. We have a few fights to talk about this week. Well, not a few. We got one fight. Young Mexican Bull fighting this weekend for a super middleweight championship. But but what everybody in the boxing world is talking about is Deontay Wilder's outburst on social media in regards to his fight against Anthony Joshua that seems to definitely not be happening next due to the WBA managed, um, making uh, what's his name is Pul- not Pulev, uh, Povetkin a mandatory fight for Joshua. We got a lot to discuss. We've got a lot to discuss. If you know anything about the Outsiders Boxing Podcast, if you know anything about Willa. The king. You know that he has a certain eye for UK brother BS. And that's what I think we're seeing. The stopping of a mega fight. But before we go too deep, before we go too deep, let's take it to my tag team partner. I just did a little work making the tag. My man, R.C., he says he's out there by the pool sipping old dude's beer. So he's probably a little tipsy right now. I think they got like .0003 alcohol in there. So I think he had a couple of those. But from the Central Valley, my man, R.C. R.C., what's popping, dog? Happy Wednesday, sir. Yeah, um, 
All right. Just enjoying this, enjoying this uh, alcoholic beverage coming from the blue can. Um, having a good time. Said fuck the gym. Ain't doing that today. Came home, put my swim gear on, work on my tan a little bit, and just indulging in the summertime and trying to make the most of it. Uh, especially that, given that the rants that Deontay Wilder that you alluded to on Twitter was the end-all, be-all of was what to be the mega fight of the year that was kind of promised by Eddie Hearn. Man, I'm just chilling over here, um, pouring a few down, swim life, and um, just relaxing. I'm trying I, – I feel relieved as much as Deontay feels relieved that we're, like, just done waiting on any moment where the fight was to be announced and signed and given a date and given a time. And we just went through this a whole too much in boxing where it, 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 I'm just glad it's over with. I'm glad that this, this whole nonsense is up with. And as my man from the Pacific Northwest likes to say, the jig is up on the UK, brother, because he's real quiet right now. And there's one guy who basically accepted what 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 could be looked at as a slave offer from the little amount to no add-on incentives as far as add-on from pay-per-view sales, uh, money at the gate, any of that stuff. So we'll see what happens next. Deontay can move forward with his career and all that, but as far as what's going on over here, I'd like to say a happy Wednesday to you as well, good sir. Uh, Wednesday is always kind of like the day in the week where uh, I think it's perfect for us to have a midweek show on Wednesdays because Wednesdays, um, they ain't really popping like that. Um, hump day, you know, it's not really much. I enjoy um, Mondays and Tuesdays for television reasons. And then Thursdays, Thursday, Thursdays, we get popping in town. Friday, Saturday, Sunday, all that good stuff. It's whatever, whatever. Uh, but, but no, I'm just relaxing, man, uh, just chilling, trying to beat this heat and ready to talk about boxing and everything that's going on because there's a whole lot going on as far as um, stuff that we could preview and then stuff that we had to cover today that basically took over the boxing news by storm. And by storm, nobody came hitting harder than Deontay Wilder on Twitter. So, um yeah, 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 let's get cool. let's get to that. Let's get to that, man. Uh wanted to read that. Um since you mentioned it. This is from Deontay Wilder. I guess this was uh one day ago, sometime last night. Uh, you know, Twitter account official. We see we see the the checker mark. Um I knew I smelled pussy, but damn, tag Anthony Joshua. F Joshua. I didn't know the odor was that strong, you coward ass bitch. Woo Hold on, hold on, hold on. Let me Shots let me bring fired. that back like Kid Capri. Wish I had the gunshots. Bah, bah. Shots fired, man. That's what I should have had. I should have had the gunshots, man, but hey, I ain't got the gunshots right now. I knew I smelled pussy, but damn tagged Anthony F. Joshua. I didn't know the odor was that strong, you coward-ass bitch. Ooh. 
had the world wait for three months playing games just for this moment. You're not a true champion. You're just a weak-minded coward that's holding hard metal. Hashtag facts. Man. Hey. These guys. Hey, yeah. Shots were fired. He called them. What do you call him? Uh, a coward ass bitch. There was a lot of noise being talked, man. Uh, and I feel him. Tyson Fury, he 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 actually came out and apologized to Deontay Wilder and his fans for his fellow countrymen bullshitting the scene like that. That he wanted to fight. But uh, we all know that's 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 bullshit. But RC, a while ago couple of weeks ago when you said the fight something was happening I thought the fight was going on but there was one point where you were a hundred percent sure that it was going on and I and I and I think I was leaning with you but I I told you you never know then I heard something like the next week and I told you uh-oh these UK brothers are up to something but you didn't want to you didn't want to believe it you didn't want to believe you thought the fight was going but now, uh, June 27th, 2018, it's been proven again that when it comes to this stuff, this boxing, Willa always gets get. Am I right, RC? I mean, I mean, like, you know, I told you Shields was going to be, uh, was going to be uh, make, making, uh, uh, doing headlining shows, pay-per-views coming soon. I told you this fight wasn't going to happen. The U.K. brother was going to come up with something. I mean, goddamn, Marcy. Yeah, yeah. Um, man, you don't pat yourself on the back too hard. You might break your collarbone, big fella. But, you know, I, I, I fell into the trap of buying into Eddie Hearn's words that were spoken. Being being in it that I would try trying to be positive about the situation and hopefully that positive positivity would bring uh this fight into in into fact. So um it didn't happen that way. Okay. Uh, so that makes sense now. That make that makes sense now because you know, earlier today I sent you a text saying, Hey man, check out that Eddie Hearn Eddie Hearn uh interview, you know, he put out the he came in and do a little uh-huh. damage control after all the BS and and you had some like you had some pretty harsh words, you know, words that I really can't even uh, say over the air, or we might get holed <laughs> by you know certain certain people. And I'm like, goddamn, was the already heard, but now I see he pulled the wool over your eyes, and you feel some type of way about it. I understand now. Yeah, uh, he definitely did. I was uh, I took his took his word for what it was because. You know, the old Al Pacino saying is, is Scarface, you only got two things in this world, and that's what? Your word and your balls. So he put his words out there as if it was going to be a certain thing. And, uh, you know, um, I can't say this without giving credit to where it came from. So uh, shout out to uh, uh, Nestor Gibbs from uh, the homies over at the Boxing Voice who had Deontay Wilder interviewed earlier today. And just kind of broke down everything that that went down through the whole ins and outs of it all. And uh, basically, Deontay Wilder, long story short, said that 
he was received the contract because the AJ protectors out there will say, oh, well, he's had the contract for over a week. Why hasn't he signed it? Blah, blah, blah. Wilder's scared and all that bullshit. But when it came down to it, there was residuals in the contract and two of them or three, two at first and then an extra or one at first and then two after that got found um, when going over the contract that was sent from Eddie Hearn to Deontay Wilder. So, when, the, of course, if there's something in there that isn't right, you send it back and want to get um, – you want to get the right – you want to get it straightened out. So, um, basically what Wilder was sent from Eddie Hearn was a contract that had no date, a contract that had no venue, a contract that had a rematch clause that was only under the umbrella of if Anthony Joshua loses – there would be a rematch, which Eddie Hearn lies about, saying that, oh, no, we offered uh, $20 million for a rematch in America. Mm. Well, this is coming from the horse's mouth, and, and to me, I, I see, I could see that Deontay Water wants to make this fight when the guy took a $15 million flat fee, uh, because he knows his worth, he knows how much money he should be making for this fight, and he took the low ball offer just to make it happen. And it seemed like as soon as AJ opened his mouth saying, give me the $50 million. He just made himself look even dumber because the $50 million offer came through, confirmed by Shelly Finkel, that the money was there. and It was real money, no fake news. And they probably weren't expecting that. You know, um, fighters who don't want to fight or don't want to make something happen, uh, traditionally, will throw out a, a, a low ball offer, and you know, just like Canelo uh, before the Golovkin rematch got set, you know, we offered Danny Jacobs a eighty twenty, eighty and eighty percent for Canelo, twenty percent for Jacobs. Of course, Danny Jacobs is not going to take that, so they kind of expected something like that to happen from Wilder. But Deontay Wilder, being the man on a mission that he is, took it, and it threw him off for a loop. You notice that ever since Anthony Joshua said that publicly, he hasn't been talking ever since. He got the uh, he got the old muzzle over his over his mouthpiece by Eddie Hearn. So, um, and 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 just to clarify, after all this, the deal is signed for Povetkin and Anthony Joshua already as of today. So that one got signed within 24 hours, real quick. But this one that was going on for three months. A whole lot of nonsense going on. Deontay Wilder was quiet for a while, working with these guys, and it's a it's dead in the water now. So uh, one thing Deontay Wilder said, quote unquote, was that they could go fuck themselves with this offer. Don't come at him with no 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 lowball offer again because that's off the table. Him taking a flat fee with no anything going afterwards. It's not going to happen again. So, um, basically, if the fight does happen next year in April, like they were looking towards, it's going to be on a lot more even playing field, and no slave offers will be accepted from Deontay Wilder coming against, you know, Anthony Joshua. So, they might have dug themselves in a bigger hole than they than is needed, and they might have to fork up a little more than they were willing to, to, to fork up. And because – it, it, it was almost a borderline career suicide type move by Team Joshua, but I get it. They can still make some money here and there. 
because they probably won't be able to make that money after Deontay Wilder knocks his ass out. And that seems like the one thing they're afraid of. So, um, as far as Eddie Hearn, I don't have to hear anything he has to say because he's a, um, he might as well be selling used cars as far as I'm concerned. He's a, uh, he's a, uh, Fremont magician in the Las Vegas district. And just, uh, uh, a knockoff of a promoter who hasn't learned the ins and outs of which the way things should move. So, you know, um, it is what it is, man. I'm glad this, this whole ordeal is over with, and I'm glad we can move on with Wilder's career. Maybe he'll knock the fuck out Dillian White or Dominic Brazil or, or somebody like that. So moving along, and when it comes to AJ West versus Povetkin, I'm pulling for Povetkin very hard in that fight. Yeah, uh, I feel you. Seems like you're you're where you are, where you were when uh, the Canelo and the Triple G, you know, stuff was going. Oh, you know, taking all day. But let's let's read that again because <clears throat> shots were fired today, and I want to go. I want to go to our man, worldwide traveler next. Uh, from the East Coast, I, every time I say from the East Coast, you know, it tells me something else. But this is, before we go there, let me let me read this again. I knew I smelled pussy, but damn, tagged Anthony F. Joshua. I didn't know the odor was that strong, you coward-ass bitch. Damn! Had the world waiting for three months just for this moment. Now my shit done disappeared. You're not a true champion. You're just a weak-minded coward that's holding hard metal. Damn. Hey, you know, I want to take it to my man Janelle. This is a guy who. This is a guy who takes me. Text me the other day, hey, all you Wilder lovers, the the fight is going down, you know, hit, send me with some text. Thought you had something. Now, once again, Janelle, hating on the African-American fighter. What do you have to say for yourself, Janelle? Your boy has ducked the fight. Man, the fight's going to take place, I'm telling you. It's not, I mean, it's going to take place, I'm sorry. I just don't think... It's not going to be like Mayweather or Packers take five years. I think in five years, it's going to take place. I mean, it's going to happen. You know what I mean? I just don't. I, mean, I guess guys are just milking shit up. Probably he needs more time to train because, again, the guy is awkward and wild, so, of course, you have to have the right game plan. I mean, I mean, it's going to happen. I don't think you know, these two are going to duck each other because, if so, it's, just, it's going to be a blackout for the sport of boxing. I mean, it's going to happen. I mean, it's going to happen. I mean, it's like it's like I believe that the Thurman Spence will happen, but it's going to take time. I don't think Thurman is really that much scared of him, but he knows that the guy is a big threat, and he has to be at 110%, or not just physically, but even mentally, and have the right game plan for him. You know what I mean? So, I, I mean, I don't, I don't – I mean, it might take a little time, but, you know I mean, hey, this is boxing. This happens. It's like Hagler Leonard took a long time to happen. Oh, oh, Hagler started calling oh, – oh, let it out for years. And for years, uh, Leonard didn't want it. But, but I, think, I mean, that's a different story. But Leonard actually waited for him to got to slow down a bit, if you ask me. 
But I, it's gonna happen, man. So, so can we? So will you say that he, Wilder was ducked? I don't think he's. I don't think he's really a duck. Uh, uh. I don't think. Well, it's a stall. It's a stall. Is what it is. It's a stall. Stall. Stall tactic. Okay. I mean, I mean, it's gonna happen. I don't. Still a defensive move. Gonna, I'm. I'm like I said. I think the guys just need more time to train. Again, Wilder. Fucking Wilder is wild and awkward, so you have to have the right game plan. But he's gonna guy, take. Man. But he's taking the uh, Povetkin fight. On a later date. Well, Povetkin is nowhere near with threat that Wilder is as far as, like, his awkwardness and his power. So it's like, you know what I mean? I think he might need a little more tune-ups. I don't know. You know what I'm saying? Hey, hey he has to have the right game plan. Probably he needs a little more tune-up, a little more, you know what I'm saying? It happened throughout all the big fights in boxing history. Everybody say behind the 80s, there was no ducking. It was like bullshit. It took... It's a guy's a long time to fight each other. It, it happened the hey, history so, of boxing. Hey, so if some guy called, tagged you on uh, on uh, Twitter and called you, said he smelled pussy, and that the I, odor was strong, and that. that you was a coward I all ass that. bitch. I understand all that. Uh, hey, this happened to us. Damn! It's just going to take a little time for it to be made, that's all. It's gonna take top forty. No, it, it's gonna get made. It's gonna get made. Definitely, exactly. it's gonna have to get and made. And that's what I'm saying. These guys, but the duck happened. And 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 hey, I feel that you just don't want to say it. We we can't confirm that you sent me some kind of crazy text pro Joshua just like two or three days ago, right? It was you, like all you Wilder. You know what's interesting? That was, it's was interesting. That you? you was quick. To, it's interesting. You was quick to defend Floyd for years for how it was. Uh, it wasn't Floyd for when a fight took so long to be made. And, you know what I mean, I doubt this fight will be five years before he's made. And you was hey. always defending Floyd on the Pacquiao store. Right. Floyd is the American. I'm going to always back the American. God, I'm sorry, man. Fucking, I'm fucking believable. You're fucking crazy, man. You're fucking wild with that shit. <laughs> Unreal. Hey, no. Hey. I, Hey, I'm just out here to keep it real 100, man. You know, this is outside of the Boxing Podcast midweek where we keep it 100%. You know, I don't care what different guys are doing. We know the duck when we see the duck. And the U.K. guy sent the duck, man. Let's uh, let's take it to my man JP. Uh, see what he's got to say about this, man. Uh, uh, y'all checked out – y'all make sure y'all check out his show, uh, Relatively Fat and Black. Uh you know, he'd be uh, going on Twitter at, like, 1 a.m. my time ta- uh, tagging phone numbers. <laughs> I can't make the call in. But, you know, y'all make sure y'all check him out, man. Hey, JP, what's popping, dog? How's it going? Man, I'm doing well. I'm doing well. Uh, shit, man, I don't know why everybody's surprised, dude. I look at all this stuff. I, I'm just inclined to just go with my business mind every time. And it's like the same thing with Lomachenko. I don't think we'll ever see a Mikey Garcia Lomachenko. We won't see it anytime soon. Reason why, there's just too much money involved for that man to potentially lose. And it's the same for Joshua. Joshua is basically Eddie Hearn's Canelo. He's he's everything to the to Eddie Hearn. He could potentially lose in knockout sleep fashion to Deontay Wilder. That's too big a risk, especially right now when we got $15 million sitting there with with uh, Pavekin. Why wouldn't I? 
why wouldn't I go collect 15 more million dollars? Uh, then I can fight, um, what's the boy name, um, Parker again. It, to, uh, you know, Dillian White would be wonderful to fight again. They could do that. That's another 20 mil in the bank. Why would I go serve my guy up to a dude who could potentially knock my guy out? And, and believe me, it does, it does matter how you lose. You see, because like Lomachenko could fight a guy he could be in a nice scrap with, but he can't fight a Mikey Garcia who could potentially knock him out. Same to be said for Anthony Joshua when fighting Deontay Wilder. Deontay Wilder, you, we know what he does. He ain't going to win the decision. So, yeah, man, that, that's all it boils down to for me. Now, I think the call-out was vicious. You know what I mean? It, it, makes, me, it makes me know this shit is real. You know, this is not staged. You don't call somebody a coward-ass bitch, or if that's the exact, you know, word that was was used. Yeah, you don't do that, homie. And then you playing, uh, you know, antics for the the marinate some shit. This ain't no marination. That shit just got all the way real. And I don't give a fuck if uh, Joshua's a U.K. brother. He can read them lines. He feel that smoke all the way from across the water. He feel that kind of smoke. Definitely, definitely. But what I would say, you said uh, you were talking about uh, Lomachenko and Garcia. The, the the big difference is Lomachenko has fights that he he has around there. You know what I'm saying? He can make other fights, and he can sort of stay relevant, and he can stay as a pound-for-pound pound, uh, top guy. Joshua doesn't have that. You know, he could fight some other bums, but nobody, you know, well, Joshua, nobody really cares. Joshua got Pavekin. He's a heavyweight. Pavekin's in right there. Pavekin's a $20 million fight. It's going to no, sell no, out yeah, at 90000 no, no, Pavekin, I, I Dillian that, White. But I'm saying, no he, no, he will be able to get money. Now, the money is not what I'm talking about. He, No, he's definitely going to get the money. But as far as relevancy in boxing, as far as, like, the fans, you know, Lomachenko has other fights that he can make around that where, okay, we could put him, we'll still keep him high on the pound-for-pound list. You know, Joshua is sort of breaking it, and he's not going to be fighting anybody. He's going to make money, but he has nobody to really fight to prove points, I guess. So I guess it really, you know, now that I, now that I hear what I'm saying, I mean, if he's making money, it really don't matter. I guess those are big fights, but as far as, being relevant in the game, if you know what I'm saying, he, he Lomachenko just has a few people that he can fight and stay, you know, number one or number two in people's opinion. Whereas Joshua, he only can fight Pavekin, who is nobody, and then all these other bums. <coughs> you know, that's the only thing I would yeah. say. He, so I, what I'm saying is the fight has to happen, or he's going to yeah. start losing. I, you know, if it, if he waits too long. People are gonna have to see through that. I don't know if it, he's not. It's not like Floyd. Floyd was fighting other guys while he was dodging, while he was not dodging, but taking uh, Pacquiao so long. You know, he had other fights that he can do where he still stay relevant. After a while, Joshua, he, it's gonna die down. But he has to make the fight. I agree. I'll just add this. Uh, you know that him. Him and De- uh, Deontay have to fight out of the same batch of fighters. So if Anthony Joshua goes and fights Pavekin and then Dillian White six months later, that gives him a year 
Okay, and those fights people gonna buy into, man. People gonna be down for the Dylan White fight again. Uh, but who's Deontay gonna be fighting? Hopefully Dominic Brazil and maybe who the fuck ever else. So it's not like he gonna lose any ground in the heavyweight division in anyone's opinion. And then be let's be honest, man. Do really when when you got a hive like a a fan base that's just Washing your balls no matter what you do Say like a Triple G Dude, Triple G fought Dominic Wade I, I swear to God I don't believe that guy was a real boxer I mean the dude weighed 160 pounds and had man boobs And had a fucking spare, spare tire around him at 160 How do you even Shit, that's almost You know, you can be 160 as a grown ass man And still be rather slim You know what I mean? So I don't know, and, and people didn't give a fuck, man. Uh, people were still riding, you know. So I don't know. I I think um, Anthony Joshua definitely got a year to stall him out, and then he could take him easy work though. And then Anthony been made another forty mil by then. And on the other side of the fence, your boy De- uh, Deontay, he'd probably made in the next year six million, eight million times. Uh. No, definitely not $8 million. He's making $2 million a fight, if that. So, there's definitely a person who needs this more than the other. No, definitely. And and they're using that against him. And the U.K., brother, we all we all knew, at least I knew, that this was going to happen. Uh, I did li- listen to Eddie Hearns, a little bit of Eddie Hearns, a uh, little interview he did with uh, iFly TV. Uh he was saying that the offer's still on the table, even though even though they uh, they signed the the Pavekin fight. The offer is still on the table for the next fight, and before then, he'll pay him five billion dollars to fight somebody of his choice in New York City. I think is what he said. Uh, <clears throat> Eddie Hearn was talking a lot of shit. It sounds good. I don't believe anything that he was saying. Uh, I don't know if any of y'all heard it, but RC was very animated about not listening to it. And there was a point where he said that he doesn't believe Deontay Wilder's lying, but he's not in the room, you know, something like that, where he's not, he doesn't know, like they're not telling them the facts. So when somebody says that, you know, I don't know. It just sounded a little fishy to me. I don't believe him. A lot of nonsense going on. But RC, you want to uh, say anything to close this one out? Uh. Uh, well, I mean, we covered a, a, a lot of everything that kind of went on. There's always a, you know, inside kind of a, a talks that goes on, and um, I know uh, Brendan Schaub was talking about. Uh, details will come out that he signed to avoid Deontay Wilder, um, trying to play both sides of the fence. But, you know, basically Wilder agreed to every demand that Hearn and Joshua asked for. And, you know, a guy that's in the know, and he, he likes to, to to be out there to get a little bit of clout for um, what's going on in his career right now. He knows what's going on in the ins and outs of the thing, working with Showtime now. And, I mean – for all the guys, for Eddie Hearn to respond to, um, that was the guy to, that he decided to pick on because Eddie Hearn had uh, came out with the rebuttal and uh, basically going at Brendan Schaub, you know, the MMA guy who's kind of new in the boxing, 
uh, going the Joe Rogan route as far as uh, trying to do commentary. He's done um, he's done uh, uh, the 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 post fight interviewing with the uh, David Avenesian fight with uh, Shane Mosley, and um, you know basically Eddie Hearn came out and replied to his his tweet that he had saying that one no they didn't guarantee the money two we asked for a contract and they refused to send one three what on earth are you talking about it was never 50 million for a uk fight unbelievable dash great source with a lot of laugh emojis um i don't i don't want to say what i really feel about eddie hearn at this point in time but it just takes me back to what i spoke on from our um our our buddy in uh, uh, Scotland, Andrew Patterson, who works for the media out that way and deals with a lot of stuff involving Eddie Hearn. And he told me months ago that, you know, he doesn't think this fight's going to happen. Can't trust Eddie Hearn and, you know, the the, the stuff that this guy puts out. He's a a really good uh, uh, portrayer of what he wants to to have people lead to believe. And they they definitely have a big following to believe uh, that A.J., you know, is not afraid of Wilder and wants this fight, blah, blah, blah. But to JP's point, why not get 15, 20 million from the Russians for funsies while you could go ahead and still make this fight later on down the road at a more reasonable price for Deontay Wilder, if that. So, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm just over it. I'm over it. Like I said, the whole, the whole building fights and stuff like that. It's like, it's over with, I'm done with that stuff. So, um, uh, just looking forward to what's on next. And I know Dominic Brazil's running his mouth. Um, that doesn't really do too much for Wilder. The guy doesn't have that much fights under his belt. Uh, Dillian White, you know, he—I guess he's somebody that Wilder could just could could put to work. If anyone thinks that Deontay Wilder is afraid of Dillian White, you know, they might want to get drug tested. But um, yeah, there's definitely names that Deontay could run through. Um, wants to clean the division, and I was never for um, Tyson Fury over over AJ. But now I'm like, fuck it, let's make that let's make that fight if we can't get AJ. I mean, he's the the legit champion before he decided to play around the white pony and and and, and uh, uh, hang up his gloves for a little bit. So you know, I don't know, man. I don't know. It's uh. It's a slippery slope, but at least it's it's over with now, and over with for now, I should say. And um, whatever happens moving forward with Joshua and, and Povetkin, don't care. Not gonna go out of my way to 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 see this this and how it unfolds and all that. And um, I will be pulling pretty hard for the little pudgy guy, Alexander Povetkin. Though he's very small, and the uh, well, I'm saying very small, being heavyweight. Uh, going across the board of the big dogs there because he is six foot two, and um, just moving along, man. I just want to see this one go across, and I'm really looking forward to what Anthony Joshua has to say or what Anthony Joshua is allowed to say moving forward. But as of right now, it's uh, no more, no more worrying about can the fight be made and can we get it popping? Is it going to be happening? So and so on what date? Whatever. Uh, I'm glad it's done with, but as far as uh, Anthony Joshua's career moving forward, it's uh, 
it's a strategic duck for the time being. It's not a duck saying I never want to see this guy in the ring because I do believe he does want to fight Wilder, maybe to test himself or or whatever it may be. But he's just not as sure of himself that Deontay Wilder is. So, not a fan of Anthony Joshua. Don't follow him on Twitter. So when I seen the verified account of Deontay Wilder tag at Anthony F. Joshua. I was wondering if the F was actually, you know, uh, Joshua's account. It was. So maybe the Anthony F. Joshua, the F would stand for Anthony Francois Joshua or some some soft shit like that because he's looking soft as Charmin right now. A lot of those muscles for nothing. And the, the AJ protectors out there. Um, you know, keep keep uh, keep tooting this man's horn, keep beating his drum, because the time's gonna come, and when it does, he who laughs last laughs loudest. And as far as I'm concerned, the real heavyweight champion of this this planet that we are uh, rotating on, the real heavyweight champion comes from the United States of America, born from Tuscaloosa, Alabama, and that's all I need to know. So at the end of the day, he could he could uh, work around with some of those. Bullshit belt and WBA, uh, you know, demanding him to have a fight with Pavek and otherwise he loses his title. We realize that the WBA is uh, one of the biggest jokes as far as, I mean, Keith Thurman still has his WBA title. They ain't putting no pressure on him to strip it, but all of a sudden they want to put some pressure on AJ. Some inside connections going on that I can't, I can't confirm or deny, but. You know, eyebrows always get raised in this business, and that's never going to change. So moving forward, we'll see it happen down the road. But the good thing about it is, unfortunately for Joshua's team, fortunate for Wilder's team, is Wilder is a little bit older than him. I think he's around 31 years old, maybe 32. But years ago I said that hopefully Wilder is a late bloomer because of how silly he was looking in certain fights, doing things wrong, but still – you know, getting guys out of there, like when he took out Duhapis, um, throwing punches while jumping in the air, looked very terrible. But he definitely has got his cachet going up as of recent. So he's been looking a lot better than he has before ever in his career, uh, especially coming off that, that classic fight with King Kong Ortiz. And hopefully that he is a late bloomer, like I was hoping that he would be. And and that's going to work out in better favor for Wilder instead of Joshua down the road when they actually want to make this fight. Yeah. Uh, no, 100% way to end that one out, man. Let's go. Let's go to the next topic. I don't know. It might be the last topic of the day, but my man, this is a guy that I've been wanting to see fight. Uh, Gilberto Ramirez. Zordo uh, putting his uh, super middleweight belt up against, uh, I think, some African guy, Angulo, uh, 20 cat, 20 knockout. So he's been knocking guys out. Nice Colombian, Colombian cat. Uh, he's been knocking everybody out that he's been facing. Uh, fought in America a couple of times, fought in Mexico. So we'll see. Um Gilberto Ramirez is, is one of those fighters. I think he's the first ever Mexican super middleweight champion. So he's doing uh, he's doing a lot of big things. 
somebody that, I, like I said, that I, I do want to see fight, and somebody that's a, like a crowd, a crowd favorite, a crowd pleaser. He's out there to knock guys out. He's throwing a lot of punches. He's fighting. He's fighting sort of the Mexican style, but he's long and skinny, like a like the uh, cat that we were talking about. He's also a super middleweight, right? That that's going to fight for. That's going to be uh, the youngest. What's his name? Uh, Talk about David Benavidez. Yeah, Benavidez. So yeah, so that's a, that's a big fight coming coming up. So. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Do, uh, what about that fight, man? I know he's not fighting. I know we haven't. Uh, you probably haven't seen that Gulo fight. But any, are you excited about this fight, Ramirez? Uh, somebody, you know, that you're interested in watching? Well, the one I was interested in watching Gilberto Ramirez fight was if Golovkin didn't get the fight with Canelo. Uh, you know, I know it's a. Oh, you just want to see him lose if you want to see that fight happen. But yeah, I never denied the fact that I'm a, not a big fan of Golovkin. So. Looking forward to that one, but now Gilberto Ramirez is a is a um, he's a big dude and he looks like he's got a lot of pop going on right now for top rank. So um, looking to see uh, as I mentioned about young fighters like uh, like Earl Spence and and, and and things like that, just seeing progression from the guy, seeing what he could do. Uh, definitely a big character, and um, you know I like his I like the, he definitely has a following, so he's good for the sport. So definitely be checking it out um, as far as his opponent goes. He's gonna have to show me something. If anything, you could uh, go in there and go out on his shield on a, a valiant effort and get a grade from effort, let alone because you know this is a big dude and hits really hard. So uh, um, definitely was uh, seeing that one pop up and was checkboxing uh, as far as something that's gonna be something I'll, I'll schedule my weekend around to see. So um, and, and I want to see how that one goes out. Um, as far as projections go from that, definitely don't see it going past seven and could see it possibly ending rather early, around three to four rounds. But we'll see how that goes. We're talking about progression from a guy, so I'm not 100% sure how this one works out, but definitely don't see it going to the cards uh, because Gilberto could put some pause on these dudes. So uh, looking forward to that one for sure. And um, glad that there's uh, 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 something for us coming up on the weekend. So, uh, we'll, we'll be talking about that one coming up after the day that it happens, and I'll definitely be uh, scheduling my weekend around it. So, yeah, looking forward to it. Intrigued for sure. Hey, cool, cool. Yeah, uh, like I said, this guy is somebody I do want to watch, man. I know I said it three times, but I, I'm not lying. Uh, you know, I have a special place in my heart for these young Mexican boxers and Gilberto is out here doing his thing. Yeah, me too. Uh, 37 and uh, 25 KO. So he's out here. He's throwing hands. But he, like you said, he's there. Like I said, he's the first ever super uh, middleweight from Mexico. So he's, he's he's making history. I see him keeping his belt, of course, probably knocking this guy. But, you know, who knows? You know, we've been we've been saying that. We said that it got about Jaime Munguia, right? We said that he – he beat beat uh beat my boy up. Then we said maybe the other who Great I forgot fight. somebody else just fought somebody else just fought somebody that we ain't never seen that was from Mexico and they just beat him up. Who was that? Uh, I don't know. But then we got this guy he's I don't know, from Colombia. I love the Jaime Munguia fight though. I love that one against Saddam Ali. Fight of the year in my opinion. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, that was a good win by by a big ass dude. But uh, yeah, yeah. So yeah, so I don't know what to think about this Colombian guy. Like I said, he's uh, 23 wins, 20 KOs. So he has been sleeping, boys. Let me see what kind of. Yeah, last one was a KO, TKO, TKO. Yeah, he's sleeping, guys. Like I said, he's he's the Latino super middleweight champion, WBO. So, so he's going up there. Might be all right. Fight this guy's gonna be punching. We'll see. Viva Mexico. Uh, let's see if Janelle has anything to say about that. Hey, Janelle, any word on Gilberto's fight this weekend? Do you like him? Uh, um, I don't know. Really know anything about I don't know much about him. I don't know much about him, honestly, so I can't really give it um, a take on him. Okay. Fair enough. Fair enough. Well. Yeah, about his opponent, though. Uh, give me eight weeks, so I knock him out. Who? The, the dude from Argentina that he's fighting. From Columbia. Yep. Oh, I don't know. Oh, Columbia. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You be in my corner, Willis. Eight weeks. That's all I need. Hey. I don't know. This guy's got twenty-three sleeps. Uh, Twenty sleeps, though. You gonna made a. You gonna made it withstand that? Yeah. Oh yeah, Hello? yeah. Matter of fact, I might only need six <laughs> weeks. I don't need to go the AJ route and add two more weeks in preparation. I can make the weight. Yeah. Uh, I can make the weight by this weekend. And yeah, so <laughs> hey, I was trying to share about hey, so, sixty one hey, people that's, do is fighting guys like like Dominic Wade. Yeah, that, yeah, that's all I have for for this week, man. Uh, you got anything you seen in the boxing news before we get out of here? Uh, not really, man. I think the whole Wilder stuff took over everything, and um, it, it really took over boxing ways moving forward. Um, there's, there's going to be, uh, I think announced, uh, who was it? Um, uh, I can't exactly remember, but an undercard had been announced for the, uh, for the, uh, Robert Easter, Mikey Garcia fight. That should be some notability for B level players. Um, uh, I have to look that one up, but that might be a good undercard. We'll see how that goes. But other than that, no, man, um, just a, uh, midweek, midweek report from us and, and hopefully everybody can formulate their own opinion about what's what because it's got you got this guy said that and this guy said that as far as this this way this whole thing's been going. So when we're talking about the Gilberto Ramirez fight that he's got coming up, it's just it's just nice to have something solidified and a, a fight that that wants to happen from both sides, unlike what we could have possibly had for the biggest fight of the year this year. So um, I did make uh, I, I wouldn't say roasted Oscar De La Hoya last Sunday, but I, I threw a little bit of shade at him, not going to lie. But come to find out, Oscar De La Hoya was right all along, and he proved me wrong, and I could admit that because he said it, Golovkin and Canelo was going to be the biggest fight of the year. I laughed at that, and now that we're not going to have Wilder and Joshua, Oscar De La Hoya was right. The biggest fight of all time, Canelo Triple G too. So just want to – Take a little bit of crow for that one and give Oscar De La Hoya your man for being right My on guy. the spot that this will be the biggest fight of the year. So I can admit that. Yep. Blame AJ, man. Blame AJ. Hey, I want to thank uh, <laughs> Janelle. I want to thank my man JP for calling in, man. 
wasn't too much going on, so we'll, we're going to cut it short. And I know RC got like a, a, a little baby, couple pieces of ribs on a big ass uh, grill tagging people and shit. So no, you got something <laughs> to do. Uh, but uh, hey, y'all check us out Sunday on the main show. We'll talk about the uh, Gilberto Ramirez fight. We'll also talk about all the other news that's been going on in boxing. Uh, comment, rate, share, do all that good stuff, and uh, mess with us next week. Outside is Boxing Podcast Midweek. We out. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper, a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver? I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.